world is full of mysteries, highways in hiding, and supernatural wonders. I'm Milford, your skeptical but hopeful guide. Come with me as I venture down these paranormal roads. So what we've got today, we're going to be talking about the Old Alton Bridge in Denton, Texas. Uh, it's, it's about three and a half, four miles from where I live right now, so I figured it would be a decent starting spot for the podcast. Um, with Old Alton Bridge, you get the Goatman legend. Uh, Goatman's Bridge. Just about every town I've ever lived in has had a Goatman's Bridge. Um, I'll mostly be talking about Old Alton Bridge in Denton today, but I'll reference uh, Goatman's Bridge in Burke Burnett, where I grew up, uh, throughout the entire thing. Just a, a comparative um, aspect. Um, but here... In Denton, Texas, we have Old Alton Bridge, the Goatman's Bridge, and the woods around it. It's a city park. Um, the bridge that you see, if you go on YouTube and type in Goatman's Bridge, you'll see the, uh, oh, what's the one muscle-bound guy? Ghost Adventurers. They did an entire episode there. Um, pretty interesting episode. The kind of goes against what I've personally experienced, but also some that adds to and, and, and benefits uh, uh, what I've experienced there as well. Um, it's an old bridge that's now just part of a walking path, a hiking path, uh, with the new bridge just to the, I guess it would be north, north-northwest-ish of the old bridge. Um, it's haunted. Um, and that's where this particular story gets weird because there's there's a lot of legend to it. There's the historical legend, the urban legend. The then you have the facts, you know. Um, so the urban legend, according to local lore, years ago, roughly 1938, a man named Oscar Washburn, who was a up-and-coming successful goat herder, uh, he owned a goat ranch near the Alton Bridge, and he was well known for his cheeses and the milks and, and stuff that his goats produced. Um, one day he decided to hang a sign on Old Alton Bridge that said, This Way to the Goatmans. Uh, he was locally known as the Goatman. And the clan in the area didn't take too kindly <laughs> to, uh, well, his success. He was an African-American man who was making money. 
So one day, the clan got together and they went out to his house and drug him out of it, set it on fire, and killed his wife and his kids. Uh, they burnt to death in the house as the clan members drug him, Mr. Oscar Washburn, to the old Alton Bridge, where they threw a rope over the top end of the north side of the bridge, lynched Mr. Washburn, and tossed him off. They watched as the rope went tight, and then leaned over the, the side to see their disgusting and racist handiwork. But all they saw was an empty noosed rope swinging in the breeze. Mr. Oscar Washburn was gone. Disappeared. They didn't hear a splash. Nothing. They pushed him over to the side. The rope went taut and then immediately went loose again. From that day forth, the old Alton Bridge and the surrounding woods were known as haunted. You can go out there. Um, it's, again, a park to these days. And the woods are dark and scary. But then again, you're going out there searching for a, a paranormal experience, or at least looking into what the truth of the place is. Um, I've been out there, shit, well over ten times. Um, I've taken people with me almost every time, so maybe seven out of the ten. Um, four of those were... Uh, I brought women with me. Um, the other three, it was just guys going out there fucking around. And then the other times, it was just me. So, the four times that I brought with me young women who were interested in the idea, um, every time the women were negatively affected. And it's, it's weird to say, but it, it's something that I noticed. Whereas the, the times I've gone out there with guys, um, there was never a drastic change in the mood of really anyone. You're always going to have the guy that, oh, I feel it. Or the douchebag that's not even open to the idea, you know. But, uh... All of the women that I've gone out there with have negatively, have experienced something negatively. Uh, everything was fine on the way out there. Everybody was excited. Uh, super hyped to actually go to a place. It's close enough. Really no cost to it at all other than the gas and whatever you bring out there with you. Um, but when we got there it changed, like, from as soon as we would step out of the vehicle, the female, uh, 
participants that I've, I've gone out there with always got negative feelings immediately. Um, whether it was daytime or nighttime. Uh, I've never gone out there midday. I've always gone out towards uh, dusk or at night. Um, and typically I'd go on weekdays, so you didn't run into all of the people going out there on the weekends. It is, it's a local hot spot. Uh, in October, it's almost impossible to be out there alone. Um, so I would suggest going September or early November, you know, uh, to be able to actually experience the place without tons of people there. Um, but the women have all gone out there in high spirits, gotten there, and completely reversed their, their intentions. Oh, wow, that sounds fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> gone out there looking to go ghost hunting, and all four of them... Like, I don't want to say they were scared... But they got bad feelings. They, it was it was negative experience for all of them, and it would build up from the walk from the parking lot where we parked the cars to the bridge. At the bridge, all four of them didn't want to go on the bridge, which was the entire point of going out there to go to the bridge to experience the bridge. All of them, and none of these women knew each other, and happened, I'd say, in the span of three, maybe four years, um, over the years. So, the fact that so much was identical in the experiences there screams out, fucking, something's up, you know, something is here. Personally, I've never experienced anything supernatural, Anything that changed my mood or the or the scene, um, but the one thing I have noticed when going out there multiple times is with women, they get a much more negative reaction to the place than any guy I've ever seen. Um, that's just the feel, the aura of the place. Uh, what I've noticed now, the history of the urban legend um Oscar Washburn and what happened to him on the bridge is almost completely separate from what people experience out there they see red eyes they hear strange sounds coming from the river the woods surrounding uh, some people claim to have seen the goat man um, now, whether the Goatman is, for whatever reason, the demonized version of the Oscar Washburn character, the man who died there and essentially brought forth the legend of the place, has yet to be determined. I can't find any connection between the demonic and Oscar Washburn. Uh, in any of the stories I hear, any of the the way that the tale is told, Oscar Washburn was never an evil person who would have connections to make him into a goat man. So essentially the goat man 
that people see out there, that people claim to see out there, the red eyes, the sounds, the whatever the paranormal, supernatural aspect of going out there is, the two things don't seem to be linked. Other than they see a goat man, and Oscar Washburn was known as the goat man. Um, which I think falls into the evolution of the story. Now, again, uh, Oscar Washburn was supposedly killed back in 1938 uh, by Klan members. The Klan did exist in these parts, does exist in these parts, uh, back then. So that's a technically a true aspect of it. But the actual history, Oscar Washburn... Uh, was a white man, a out-of-work coal miner, who whose name only shows up right around like 1907-ish, 1903 to 1907. Um, the next time his name shows up in historical uh, files and data that I've, I've seen is right around 1917, where he died in, he, he didn't even die in Denton County. Again, he was a white man. That's the only Oscar Washburn that there's any record of. There's there's no record of a goat farm in that area, really ever. Um, and kind of makes sense. It's, it, it's right next to a deep creek. It's on the Old Outen Bridge, goes over uh, Hickory Creek. Um, and there's no death certificate in the 30s of anyone being lynched in Denton. There's no reports of a house being burnt down or even someone selling goat milk. So, there's almost no other than the Oscar Wilde, or Oscar Wilde, Oscar Washburn, who died in 1917, roughly in this area. He was, I think, two counties over, if I'm remembering correct. Um, there's no real truth to Oscar Washburn being the goat man and dying on that bridge nor his family being burnt down, or being killed in the fire. Um, this is where it starts to pull apart, because you go into the history of, of stuff, and you actually do research to find out, alright, is this true? Can this be true? And it starts tearing apart the thing. Now, over the years there, there have been... Satan worshippers in the 80s where Satan worshippers were a horrible thing and even D&D &D was satanic. But no, there's no actual record in the city of Denton or the county of Denton records of a death that would coincide with this or why there would be a goat man and a demon <laughs> located in that area. Whereas, like back in Burke Burnett, Goatman's Bridge 
was this tiny little bridge that went over a very deep creek. Um, relatively hard to get down into and stuff, but there were always bones down in the creek. Somebody, somebody dumped a bunch of whatever over the side of the, the thing. It ended up being emus. Emus? Emus? Not ostriches? Um, and through the 80s and early 90s, that was a place where the ne'er-do-wells hung out and stuff, uh, drank, and as me and my friends grew up, we would go out there because it was already rumored to be satanic, and we were labeled as satanic. So we went out there with curiosity and hung out down there, and it was a cool little creek area. Um, we, we would get really cool pictures that would look awesome on a late 80s, early 90s heavy metal record. <laughs> but for the most part, there was there was nothing supernatural about that goat man's either. Um, you, if you go state by state, you can fi- you can literally find a goat man's bridge in at least the continental United States. I'm willing to bet. I haven't checked all 50 states, but maybe Hawaii doesn't have a goat man's. Maybe they have a boar's. Um, <laughs> boar man's fucking bridge. But recently, at Old Alton Bridge, uh, just over a year ago, a young man named Lermont Stowes Jones died at Old Alton Bridge. He's a African-American senior here in Denton, um, and his parents characterized him as an inside kid. He wasn't one to go adventuring after scary mysteries. He wasn't one to, <laughs> to look out, or look for, rather, scary outdoor places and his death is somewhat odd um he fell from the bridge and after the autopsy they found out that he died of drowning um why he was at old outen bridge why he jumped or fell from the bridge and why his parents were the last to know. So they found out roughly noon on Tuesday that their son was found dead. Uh, That morning, they attended a a sports ball game, I'm not sure which one, uh, at the high school. And the mom said she was getting looks and, and weird things from the people there. And... Apparently she heard someone ask, why are they here? Oh my God. Well, after the game, she got a call and found out that her son was dead. So apparently, on social media, it had been known that Mont, as they called him, had died. Which is pretty fucking odd, you know? Um, so that 
I'm almost positive, will eventually be added into the lore and the legend of Old Outland Bridge. Um, simply because, as urban legends continue, they take on things that happen there. You know, uh, ten years ago when I first heard about the place and went up there for the first time, it was... It was just a place where someone had satanically invited a demon, and the goat man showed up, and they couldn't send the demon back. And then it was connected to this man, Oscar Washburn, who was a goat herder, a goat man. He owned a goat farm, and he was a black man, and he was killed. So as these things, as the myths, as the legends grow, they take on more of the reality, making it local, making what we have here in our town its own thing. Completely different from, you know, you goat man's up in Burke? No, this is different, this is different. Up there, it was a local farmer who sacrificed his kids to open up a thing for prosperity, to open up a, uh, make a deal with the devil for prosperity. And he was turned into the Goat Man over time. Um, here, it's two essential different stories that happened at the same place. Now, there's a third story that will be added to it. Because Mont, uh, uh, Lamont Stowe's Jones wasn't an outside kid. He was, he was in band. He, I don't want to say he was a geek. I, I, I don't know the kid, but... He, his parents referred to him as an inside kid. So, what was he doing out there? Uh, apparently, he, there were two people that were out there with him that knew he fell. Uh, I couldn't really find very much information other than the initial report on that. So, I can't, I don't want to speak uh, negatively of what happened and make my own things. But, um,. So the history of the place, the the just the common knowledge of the area adds to its specific legend. Um, as far as the facts of the case uh, of the legend of the urban legend that can be confirmed, there's nothing. Um, the goat man, the red eyes, the the demonic thing has no connection to Oscar Washburn, the story of Oscar Washburn, the goat man, who in turn has no connection to the only Oscar Washburn that history tells us lived in this area. Um, the park is, and, and the bridge itself, is in a very secluded, hidden area, off, you gotta turn off the road, and then you go down this little hill, and it's, if you, if you're not looking for it, you'll miss it, because it's also down a little hill, and the parking area is technically lower than the new bridge that you drive over, so if you're not looking for it, you'll miss it, very secluded place, meaning it's, almost a perfect spot for nefarious intent. I.e. kids going out there drinking in the woods, uh, uh, 
idiots who think they're going to summon a demon, going out there and painting uh, pentagrams and, and what have you on the things, and concocting rituals, uh, sexual freaks, I'm sure, the, the woods are, are uh, a very known place for sexual min, uh, intent of all kinds, consensual, non-consensual, horrible things. It's part of its draw, part of why it's spoken of, so revered, reveredly. The reason it's so revered is because of its location, because it is, interestingly, easy to miss. Um, you can go out there and walk through those woods at night and... You'll hear some stuff. People hear goats. People hear hear strange things. But it's woods on the green belt. You know? The the creek always has water in it. Um, it sure, certainly isn't a, a rushing river, but it's overall a, a creepy setting. So you walk down there, and even without the lure in the woods at night, it's kind of scary, you know? So, uh, other than, uh, Lamont's death, uh, last year, I believe in June, um, June 2018, uh, that is the only recorded death on the bridge. Now, there have been people who, uh, have reported seeing alligators in Hickory Creek, near the bridge, little up and downstream from the bridge, um, and considering that there have been reports of alligators in all the major lakes around what we call the Metroplex, DFW area, um, from Lake Worth to Lake Grapevine to, uh, Louisville Lake, uh, I wouldn't put it out of the question that there might be alligators in Hickory Creek. They would be some tough bastards, and considering reptiles typically grow to their environment, I would put them at no bigger than like eight feet. There's no way you're gonna have a a giant croc, you know, seven feet, six feet, seven feet. I could see that. There would be enough fish, enough uh, wild animals that would come down to the the edge of the water. That yeah, I, I could see a six foot croc living in there. Or alligator, not croc, sorry. Um, but there's nothing confirmed on that. That's merely people have reported seeing that. So that could explain some of the weird sounds and and glowing red eyes. I, I really have no... <laughs> other than just people seeing light reflected off of wet leaves, what have you. I mean, glowing red eyes is, one, it's hard to explain away, but also, two, it's hard to believe. Um, in the ten plus times I've been there, I've never seen glowing red eyes. Uh, all the sounds and weirdness from the woods that I've heard are your typical sounds of weirdness. Um, if you take into, into consideration that there are animals in the woods, there are possibly people in the woods that don't necessarily want you to know that they are there, um, they 
you know, they have no intent to hurt you or what have you, but they're there, and they don't want you to know it. Seeing something like glowing red eyes, the closest thing I ever experienced in all of my times there was standing on the, so it would be the east side of the creek, the beginning, like when you come from the parking lot, you get to the east side of the bridge first, and looking across the bridge as cars drive on the new road over the new bridge, which you can see from the old bridge, and then follow the road around. Their brake lights occasionally come on and can be seen through the foliage, depending on the time of year. Midsummer at night, you're not going to see red uh, brake lights going around. There's a there's a small curve, so it it could be understood that the brake lights come through the foliage in the winter months and could possibly look like glowing red eyes. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's it's this one gets me because of the two stories that aren't linked. Typically, with the stories that you get uh, when you go out there and someone tells you the story or when you read it online, watch the videos on YouTube, you get the Oscar Washburn story about this successful goat farmer who had the audacity to hang a sign up being killed by the KKK. And then you have, there is a demon goat man who lives out there. And you're not supposed to knock on the bridge. You're not supposed to... There's tons of things. Um, originally, if you parked at the bridge and flashed your lights a certain amount of times, when you turned your lights off, you would see the red eyes across the thing. And those red eyes were the goat man. That version of the story has just turned into seeing glowing red eyes because you're not allowed to drive you can't physically drive your car up to the bridge anymore so you can't flash your lights across the thing however you can flash your flashlights but essentially it's it's all but debunked I hate to say that I'm not a myth buster I'm not trying to disprove this stuff I I go out to these places and I, I, I look for the supernatural because personally I've never experienced it. Um, so looking into the history of this and finding out that it doesn't really hold up to scrutiny it just leads us back to the urban legend. And an urban legend is a beautiful thing. It begins with a personal experience by someone who then tells the story and through rumor and, and repetitive telling, that story takes on a shape. And it takes on the shape of the fears and the, the, the tensions of that particular area. In... Here in, in Denton, the idea of a goat man, the idea of something supernatural lurking just in the darkness of the woods, 
makes sense. Um, the history behind Oscar Washburn being a black man who was killed by the KKK because he was doing good um, makes sense here. It, it, both stories kind of transition in with the times. You know, more and more there's growth coming out of the Metroplex and up to Denton. And so it's it's scary. The few areas of wilderness that are still left, that, that are pocketed in amongst the, the urban life here. Um... In the end, my 10 plus visits to Goatman's, experience it by myself, uh, with friends, with uh, uh, people I don't necessarily know. Um, Goatman's Bridge is an overwhelmingly versatile story that mutates to fill our minds and our, our, our hearts with that terror of hope, the wonder and, and awe that something like this could be local, you know, the, the verbal traditions that have been weaved into it. And will continue to be weaved into the idea of Goatman's Bridge with uh, uh, Lamont uh, Jones. I, I guarantee in ten years that will be part of. It, you know, he will be referred to as someone sacrificed him uh, to the demon, and he haunts the area still. Um, it's, it's what we as humans do. We include what we experience, what we know, into our urban legends. Given the local feel, the, 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 of the town, given the the state of the story the urban legend the mystery and terror that are woven into these things they evolve into social warnings and inspiration to those that aren't scared to venture away from the norm, to step out of what is expected, and to walk down these paranormal roads. Now that was a uh, very first episode, um, hopefully we'll make this a weekly thing, but I'm going to go ahead and sign off now, and maybe I'll see you guys next week.
when we follow uh, a different way to a different paranormal story.